Fuck it. There we go. We're going live. No, we're not going live, Nick. This we're not is going. A fully edited. <laughs> we're not going and live. Podcast. This is the farthest thing from live. All right. Well, um, I don't know how to respond to that. Okay. Well, hey, season two, episode seven of Garage Beers. That one was not very good. Did you guys catch last episode? I was like, fuck, I'm really good at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I did hear that. Loyal listener here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just way to shove your way in. Yeah. We uh, found some homeless dude on the side of the road tonight. He needed the warm garage. So he's here with us. But uh, this is season two, episode seven of the Garage Beers podcast. Nick, Cole, Jimmy, and our guest tonight, OB Nug One. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you somewhat did earn your spot here because there was a test halfway through our last episode where if you were listening, then you you kind of deserve it. All right, and so you he, were listening. He did call and be like, "That's bullshit." <laughs> right, right. You guys are absolutely not going on the boat until I come on the show. So I would have liked for us to like hold out a little bit longer, but when he just shows up in the garage tonight, yeah, hmm, I wonder who told him when we were recording. <laughs> Top secret information one, was one leaked. One person leaked the information. Yeah. One of your roommates, not on the show, provided me the intel of how to get into the garage without anyone knowing, and I patiently waited here. I don't know how long Smart. I was here. So basically, I'm just surrounded by rats. That's what I'm hearing. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> not going to name names here. Who are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Nick, you didn't ask me before we started recording night. Uh, let's check and see how many listens we have. Oh, yeah. Uh, while I pull that up, um... well, basically we were going over current events before the show started and came to the conclusion that there was literally nothing going on. Like last week of February is absolutely brutal when it comes to sports, pretty much anything. It's like, what do we got going on right now? Right. Because you have the anticipation of all the conference tournaments, March madness, I mean, big 10 wrestling, the D one, uh, nationals, um, you have the NBA, which is boring right stinks. now. Yeah, Olympics are over. I mean, literally, right. like there's nothing really going on right now. I mean, and now that except we had one of the wildest days in NCAA basketball history. Yeah, first time a bunch of upsets, the top number yeah. the top six teams all lost on the same eight day. of the top ten. Wild. Yeah. So how when uh, does that come out tonight or tomorrow? The new top twenty-five. I mean, I would think there should there, be some because, yeah, like, be some, some of those top six losses are going to be worse than the others. Yeah. So, um, but uh, so update on our stats: we're at one thousand three hundred sixteen all-time downloads. Okay. Um, because of you, our phenomenal fans. I just want to get confirmation, and sure enough, February twenty twenty-two is our best month on record. Let's go! So, cheers! Cheers! Applause! Sound effect. Ah, oh, yeah, that was terrible. But uh, yeah, so before this June of 2021, we had 314 listens, and this month, technically, I mean, this is basically it for the month, right? We're at 366 listens. So, well, um, oh yeah, because this isn't going to come out in February, right? So, what's wild is like looking at the numbers of all of our episodes this season; they are all crazy similar 
Really? Like 62, 62, 63, 65, 55, 43. Loyal. Interesting. Yeah, that means that like the people that are listening are actually pretty regular listeners. Right. I mean, I I know of four or five people that just like <clears throat> that I personally know that listen every week. And I know that because I get texts from them mm. making fun of something <laughs> that we said or um, right. had a had a text from you know every week we find a way to, to mention them guys but uh, our friends over at side of guac pod uh, Tom uh, he sent me a text the other day and, actually no today <clears throat> at 301 p.m. he said zebra cakes are the goat thank you still <laughs> waiting on to find out if hams or bush light is more yeah I surprise you keep no remembering that because I forget it by the time we're done <laughs> recording every single night but uh, so a little bit of uh, insider info. I don't have a timeline yet, but we're going to be doing uh, some collaboration with our friends over at Side of Guac Pod. Um, two different types. So one, the, one of their more popular segments is their snake draft, where they have like uh, you have to pick and then the people vote on who. Tom has been on a hot streak. Oh yeah. Well, I think Trent, Trent, Trent just like jumps on some terrible takes and tangents. What, he, what was yeah. his first one for Girl Scout cookies? He went with the. Uh, was his thin mint? It was not no. good. I don't even think that thin mints was the second round. I thought it was thin mints. Tagalongs? Tagalongs is the second round. I thought it was thin mints. Samoas were one of the last picks. Samoas are great. Samoa, I don't Samoa, like I don't like coconut, but Samoa is fucking sweet. It's the caramel. Yeah. The coconut complements the caramel with the chocolate. How um, was that not a first round pick? Sadaguac, at me, please. Also, fun fact, <laughs> do you guys know the difference between caramel and caramel? No. The pronunciation? No, but like when do you use one or the other? Over the, over oh, the other? no. There's One's hot? Yep. Really? No so way. So caramel is when it's in a liquid or like that gel form. Caramel is when it's a hardened form. So shout out. Uh, I believe that came from our one of our award-winning listeners, Natalie, uh, pointed that out to me. So thank you. Uh, so now we all can say we learned something today. Not every day I can say that. So I learned um, I'm not valued. <clears throat> <laughs> um, so yeah, besides current events, I mean, really not a whole lot. But I March, REO Speedwagon wasn't down. Oh, yeah, I didn't go. Yeah, did you I. go? <laughs> no, I, was I don't crazy. think any of us went. No. So can't really talk about that then, right? Do you guys only talk about NASCAR and the Daytona 500? Pretty much. I mean, yeah. well, we talked about the the Bushlight Clash, and then we talked about. I don't even think we talked about Daytona 500 last week. So you're no, we did. I thought we briefly mentioned. Go on. Yeah, very briefly. Well, I was just wondering, as a loyal listener, you guys brought it on hot, like you were big fans drinking beer, oh. talking about NASCAR, <laughs> and I'm just here talking. <laughs> like, I sat in a booth at High V, best grocery store, my humble opinion, and I made sure that I could I mean, watch. What's the competition though? Get fucked, Kroger. Piggly Wiggly is basically a ho ho dunk, po dunk. <laughs> Poor man's grocery store. It's a great. It's great. How many Piggly Wiggly shirts do you own? Um, I own more, but I've been to I think seven different Piggly Wigglies. That's it. I was expecting I so. more. I, I was expecting a lot more than that. I I mean, I think I've been to seven Piggly Wigglies. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Galena. No, no. Yes. Porter's, Wisconsin. I haven't been to Partyville, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. See, I haven't been to Platteville, Wisconsin. Wait, what's Partyville and Platteville's not so I, nope. I I need to hit the Wisconsin's then. Wisconsin, I've only big hit town. The down south. But if you were a real fan, you would have already because you've lived here three years. So what? 
Yeah, I guess. I would say no, I usually no, do your... it, and I I don't go out of my way, but usually like it's if in the towns, then that's where I'm going to go to the grocery store. Where is Piggly Wiggly housed out of? What's their home base? Where's our stat boy? Oh wait, he quit. Um. Oh well. well I don't know. So, so how so, I got so into so Piggly had... Wiggly is down in Hilton Head, South Carolina. Like they like we've gone there a couple times as a family, um, and that's just kind of the grocery store that's down there. And time and time, they just had different themed shirts. So like St. Patty's Day, I've got the Christmas one. I think I have 13 shirts and then three different sweatshirts. Do you remember that road trip we went on to Galena just for the shirts? Yes. And on the way back into town? <laughs> yes. I vaguely remember you guys doing that. What happened on the way back into town? Somebody get pulled over? Good yeah. guess. Yes. <laughs> that <laughs> might be what happened. Yeah. We but got a warning. We got a warning. Warnings are great. By we, I mean, um, I mean so a host of the show. Cole, if you are the true Piggly Wiggly fan that you claim to be, I will give you three guesses to just name the state where Piggly Wiggly is headquartered. Can we go all every other? I want to get it on this name. Sure. I'm going to go with... <laughs> He's thinking real hard here. <laughs> I think he's just trying Millionaire to remember states at this time. Uh, <laughs> Mississippi. Nope. Rhode Island. Nope. Arkansas. Nope. You guys are never going to guess this. It's going to be some super random stuff. Yes. One of the 50, though. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> East or west of the Mississippi? I can't give you that. Missouri. No. It's going to be one of those real small states up north. Or into this final round, can you give us east or, the, or west sure. of the Mississippi? Idaho. Did you, you didn't want to wait for my clue? No. East of the Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to be up it, Ohio. northeast. Nope. It's got to be northeast. Last, last guess. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. God I knew it. Did Keen? I not call that? No. You, well, you said some tiny state. One of those state. tiny well, there's states. there's a few. I know. Keene, New Hampshire. Where were they founded? Memphis, Tennessee in 1916. I, you so, did not know that. I did know it was <laughs> one south. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and how many, lo- how many Piggly Wigglies are there as of 2020? Seven. <laughs> I don't know. 499. So shout out Piggly so, Wiggly. Go ahead and sponsor us. We'll wear, we'll wear your shirts. Funny though. It, actually, so I went to a, uh, a Piggly Wiggly down in Memphis, Tennessee, and they didn't sell any shirts. And I actually was like telling these employees that like everyone I go to, like I get a shirt. And I kid you not, they literally went to the back and gave me one of their employee work shirts for free. Let's go. See that? I mean, all right. I'll give you that. That uh, that'll up their credit in my book. Yeah. That was a great story. Can you share it again? Yeah. So I went to be exact. I was like, "So, do you guys sell any product?" Just, and just sure pause. Enough, <laughs> we'll cut you off. But to go back uh, and say, what was the competition for Ivy in town? What do we got? Uh, what is that place called? That's like got a blue logo. Like, Sam's Club? Aldi? No, no, Sam's Club's great. Aldi, that's what I'm thinking of. Aldi, does everyone ever go to Aldi? Is it no. expensive? Is it cheap? Like, what is it's it? Cheap. It's cheap. So it's supposed to be, it's like a discount store. Mm. Like, they sell generic off products yeah. off brand. Oh. So everything's okay. a little bit cheaper. But you have to pay a quarter to use the cart. You don't have to. Bizarre. You get to return it when you plug it back in. You, yeah, they ba- that's how they uh, get away with not having like cart people. Sure. Is you have to bring back your cart and then you get your quarter back. <laughs> That's very weird. Um, the thing that I hate about Aldi <clears throat> is that it's like smashed into a lot smaller of a 
footprint than a high V. Right. So the aisles, there's less aisles and the aisles are narrower. So you're constantly like running into yeah. other people or yeah. you're just like sitting there because some lady with her four kids can't decide on which package of crackers to get. So then you just like stand there and wait. All right. We all come from different walks of life. Talk to me about the Costco hype and the Trader Joe's hype. I'm from here oh, in town. I'm not. So I, I have no experience with either Costco or Trader Joe's, but everyone I talk to from out of town, whether it be an hour or two hours away, I feel like just like brags about everything Costco. I even follow Costco on social media because they seem like they have really good deals and they make like a Pro V1 golf ball. Costco keep the costs low. Okay, but I don't understand the difference between Costco and Sam's Club. It's essentially the same thing. Right, okay. Well, there's so different Trader Joe's I think... is like, it's not really in the same category of those two. Right, I was talking about two different types of stores. Gotcha. Sorry, let me, I let think me clarify Sam's that. Club is owned by Walmart and Costco is owned by... I feel like somehow Trader Joe's got the reputation of being like healthier. I think Trader Joe's lean into that. Trader like Joe's and Aldi organic. have like yeah. a relationship. Like there was yeah, some sort of break off between the family and one's one and one's the other. So they're similar. But Trader Joe's is a little bit more health conscious and has some of those more deals. But don't quote me on that. I think I just like you hear about it. Like they don't have it in Dubuque. Right. 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 The nearest right. one is Madison or uh, I think Iowa City. That's like I Puma was... and Adidas. The uh, founders and... Uh, like main person behind those two are brothers actually that like were together in a business uh, running a shoe and then they split off and that's how you got clearly one Puma was and much more successful than the other <laughs> uh but trader joe's i used to think for the longest time that it was like a everything's like organic and so mm -hmm. like a package of green beans costs you eight dollars um that's kind of what i thought too. and it's not like I, I walked around. I went to the Madison one a couple of weeks ago, and like, mm, I'm sure. Like, if you put things up against each other, you're probably looking anywhere from like a twenty five to fifty cent difference. But it was a lot less than I thought. So, like, I see right three hundred. Rookie move over there. Jesus, God, first continue. and last time he's ever on the show. <laughs> Honestly, um, I was just trying to get us some gloat. And yeah, it sure. backfired because I don't if, know what uh, the Instagram buttons mean. Anyway, no, we'll, we'll wait. I'm just, I was trying to get a, we'll wait. a boomerang. We'll wait. I was just trying to get a boomerang and I hit the wrong button. Okay, we're First good. Time using social media over here. Uh, if there was a Trader Joe's, like even in Galena, like I, it would be like in every couple months, like I would go there and like I'd find maybe like ten things that I like. But I wouldn't go there. That's like all one the of time. that's like one of our uh, Orange Theory coaches is like going to Trader Joe's. Anybody want me to grab anything? I feel like that's a big thing. Like here, um, like I've, I've heard of other people doing that. It's like, all right, I'm gonna make this this hour and a half trek, and I'm gonna come back with four hundred dollars worth of shit. You know, let me know if you you want anything. It's like, no, I'm, I'm good. he <laughs> has got what I need. I would yeah. say that that's that's actually what's in common with Costco and Trader Joe's is they that you both hear that. Oh, I'm going to go to one of the two. Do you need anything? I'll pick it up. Right. Because it's like sparse locations, yet also things that like you can obviously buy in bulk. Costco. So that actually kind of made me think of uh, another question. So when I, at what point in your life do you go from grocery shopping on a like a every two week basis and you just get what you need then for the next two weeks versus you go and you start like stockpiling. And then like every time you go, you get 
you know, let's just say pasta. And like next thing you know, you've got an entire shelf of pasta. Cause I feel like that's like a, I don't know, maybe it's a marriage thing. Maybe it's a mature thing, but like, it's such a foreign concept. Like I just go and get what I'm going to eat for the next two weeks. And then when I'm out of that food, which right. may be two weeks, maybe three weeks, then I go and get more food. Brittany does a really good job. It's about once a week, but she actually orders it and then it gets delivered to the door and then it's my job to put it away. And then she cooks it. But it's like, <laughs> we've all been to so Cole's house. We've all been to Cole's actually... house and sits on the, the table until it gets put away by Brittany. No, it's Do changed. Not it's Cole changed. Take it's changed. Do not it's let changed. Cole take credit for Things putting have changed, it away. Man. They have changed. Um, Here's a real question. Who's, whose card is footing the bill? Um, she usually does the groceries because usually when we go out, it's usually always me that pays. Mm. That's, that's actually Cole good, doesn't have a credit deal. card. He pays only in cash money. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, and I think, I think it probably changes when you have kids because then you really do have to stockpile, right? I mean, what about... I don't know, but the whole like deliver to your door is oh, it's great. incredible. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about going to the store, doing these different things. But, like, what happens during the summer? Oh, yeah, the summer sucks. Because, <laughs> like, if you're not nice, home, yeah. oh, well, that milk is, <laughs> yeah. is already bad. Right. What about Nuge? What, how, do you, how does the, uh, the Nugent and Wong household do their grocery shopping? Um, so we actually just recently got off the – we spent um, many months on the food subscription – to where like freshly or like freshly every plate yeah, hello fresh yeah. so uh, it's meal. all the like basically they give you everything you need for and they would meals. they would give us everything for our dinners and we would do three meals in a week um and they'd get dropped off every tuesday um but Alyssa, but Alyssa just went uh into tax season at the beginning of the year but Alyssa just went into tax season <laughs> at the beginning of every year. <laughs> but Alyssa, let me just. Uh, anyway, me continue. But, but Alyssa just went into tax season at the beginning of the year, and it got really busy. I was, uh, we had basketball season going on, so neither of us were home at night, so our meals would go wasted. And I was like, well, this is a week old, so I'm just chucking it. Uh, so now we talk like the week prior and say, okay, so I think I'm going to be home next week this many days let's go to the grocery store over the weekend and pick things up so that's this is our first week we're trying it um just crushed uh cooking salmon tonight um mustard cream sauce honestly let me tell you how i made it it's it it sounds really good we're gonna lose listeners after this show no it sounds really good it you literally take yellow mustard sour cream butter and milk just and i eyeballed it amazing i tell you i tell you what it was a delicious any for us no, I'm, I actually was burping it up on the way over here. Oh, that, that's how you know. Was, well, actually, I burped up bad shit. Like We've had that discussion before, right? I think so, yeah. About burps and making you want to eat whatever you just ate again. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had a lot of uh, leftover taco meat from the old... Bowl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. So, <clears throat> speaking of grocery shopping, I actually ran into this yesterday with, uh, with J-O-B. So... There's three guys that live in this house, and we, we have a pretty decent-sized fridge. We also have the beer fridge and a freezer below. But, like, if the three of us were to go out and buy groceries for, like, three weeks at a time, we wouldn't have enough room for it. And there's also a number of items that are just community items, ketchup, mustard, right. barbecue sauce, etc. Even eggs, because, like, all three of us eat eggs pretty regularly. It's just basically whenever you go grocery shopping, you get another dozen or two of eggs. 
But what gets me is that, like, before I go grocery shopping, at some point in that day, I check the fridge, I check the freezer. Hey, what do we have space for? What do we already have plenty of that I don't need to buy more of? JLB goes grocery shopping yesterday and shows up with probably 10 bags, 10, like, grocery bags of shit. And it's like, where are we going to put all this? Well, to make room, we end up just throwing out a whole bunch of stuff. But, like, I wanted to ask... It doesn't really apply to you. It does but. because Nick shows up with his leftover <laughs> Little Caesar box. <laughs> no, what I was going to ask is like when Hy-Vee. you go grocery shopping, do you just know what you need or do you actually check oh, no. before? Well, I don't, I honestly don't, people would never survive in my life style. <laughs> French like, toast sticks, Little I, Caesars. Um, yes, I eat very, very shitty and I also eat like, I, I I fly by the what's the what's that phrase? Yeah, yeah, I fly by the seat of my pants. So who knows? It could be week by week for me. But uh, but yeah, there's sometimes where I buy some stuff and totally forget about it, and I'm just in, and then I go like, Cole, if you want any of this, <laughs> I have a ton of it. Just eat it. I would say that it's it's so much easier in a small household. Like you have, and and three guys isn't a lot, but you have three guys thinking for themselves and what they need, not so much what you need. And so like in my household, living with Alyssa, we think together. So we make decisions together. So like we go to the grocery store, what do we need? Not what do I need? See, that's where I get in trouble. I always go and I'm always hungry when I go to the grocery store. So I'm like, dang, this sounds really good. So then I go in for like two or three items (laughs) and I leave with like 10 items and then I get home and then that's usually when the fridge gets cleaned out. Dude, I did that. I did that last week. I had to stop at the grocery store for the first time in a long time because I was in charge of the meal subscription service. So all I had to do is press the order button. And it was my turn to go to the grocery store for the first time in so many years because before I moved in with Alyssa, I lived with my parents and my parents did all the grocery shopping. Mm. So this was like kind of nerve wracking. (laughs) I was all over the place and I went, uh, I don't even remember. I ended up grabbing some random dip, Southwest dip, which then I needed crackers. And then across this aisle from the crackers, were the Dove chocolates, and so I grabbed those. So yep. I came home with what I thought tasted good out of the already prepared meal <laughs> oh, <yeah>. section. <laughs> then I needed crackers for it, so I went and grabbed the crackers, and then I was like, damn, some chocolate-covered caramels sound phenomenal. And I get home, and Alyssa's like, what did you just buy? And I'm like, I don't know. It sounded really good at the time. <laughs> oh, trust me. Been there, and then you, you'll just see it, and you're like, what the hell was I thinking when I bought this? Like, yeah. I'm not... I'm not craving this or like, you know what? I'm going to be super healthy when I go this time. I'm getting kale. I'm getting spinach. And then you put it in your fridge. That thought like, has literally never <laughs> crossed my mind. And so I don't that, even buy spinach. I just buy a bag that's a whole salad mix. Yeah, like, I've done fuck that. Fuck everything else. Yes. I will pay the dollar surcharge to just open the bag, throw it in a bowl, and there's my salad. Talk about someone that always it just will take convenience over yes. anything, for sure. Right, I'm, I've I'm done that, you. and I've made one salad out of that bag, and then all of a sudden <laughs> it'll be like two weeks later, you're mm. like, well, that was yeah. all right. God, I did not think we were going to talk. I know. Let's move on. Grocery right. shopping. So um, I was having a conversation uh, this last week. I've got a friend who's doing some traveling um and uh she asked me like so can i bring this in my check luggage and that kind of got me thinking like this would make for a fun little game so i've got 10 items off of the tsa.gov site 
and uh, each of the three of you are going to guess if you can bring it into your uh, carry-on luggage. So we're not going to get too complex with the the check luggage. So the, all these items you have to answer either yes or no if you can bring it as a part of your carry-on. All right? And we'll go kind of snake draft order, right? So item number one, alcohol over 140 proof. And we'll start with you, Cole. No. 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 That is correct. You cannot bring alcohol above 140 proof. What or alcohol is over 140 proof? You also, you, but it has to be closed. No, like what? So like if I went to the bar and had like oh, a, a yeah, cup, yeah, I couldn't yeah. bring that beer correct, out. So it has correct. to be closed yes, yes. in. But like you can't bring a bottle of Everclear as a part of your carry-on luggage. It has to be checked. Uh, all right, so start with Nick on this one. Deer antlers. Deer antlers? Uh, man, I I mean, I want to say yes, but the fact that you're even asking this question <laughs> is making me want to say no. So my official answer is going to be no. Okay. I'll go against the grain and say yes. I'm going to say yes. Yes, you can bring deer antlers as okay. you carry on. Only because right. my uh, mom's cousin has <laughs> done it before. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, item number three, artificial skeleton bones. Yes. Yes. I don't see why not. Yeah. If, yes. if deer lanter- antlers can go, <laughs> so can artificial skeleton yeah. bones. Yep. All right, Nick. Uh, bicycle chains. That's got to be a yes. Why? Why the hell would no, you? no, no? Yes, you can. Really? That's so why you in, I should I mean, know that as a, a weapon, triathlete. <laughs> All right. Guess- Here, here's a good one. Cole, bowling pins. Uh, yes. I feel like they don't fit in a carry-on, so I'm going to say no. I'll say yeah. The answer is no. Really? Do not bring a bowling pin. What, what a, a random-ass thing to say no to. <laughs> Tell me, like, I started seeing these, like, all right, this is a great segment for the pod. All right, uh, this one I think should be pretty easy, but uh, Nick, canoe paddle. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, no. it's just too large. All right, uh, start with you, Cole. An empty cooler. Uh, yes. What are the dimensions of oh, the that's cooler? That's true. Uh, it didn't. It still has to fit within the carry-on like dimensions. The then yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll say yeah. And that is correct. All right, Nick. Cremated remains. Ooh, tricky, but yes. No. Yes. The answer is yes. All right, this next one. I have no idea what these are. So we'll, I'll, I'll also look these up. English Christmas cookies. <laughs> uh, Why I'm are go, they singled out? I'm going to go... I, want, I mean, gut says yes. You bring this up, it says no. I'm going to follow Nick on his thought process. I'm going to go away from the gut, which is bad, but I'm saying no. Okay. If they were Russian Christmas cookies, they'd probably be banned <laughs> by now. So I'm going to go with, yes, English Christmas cookies are okay. Did I say cookies? Yeah. yeah. I meant crackers. Not, I don't know if that changes your answer or not. I don't think so. It's still a baby. Choking hazard. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. All right. So you all said yes? I said no. You said no. The answer is no. English Christmas crackers are a type of party favor originating in England but are now widely used throughout the modern world to celebrate Christmas and other special occasions and festive events. So it's a wrapped and decorated cardboard cylinder 
and it resembles a large candy twist, but you pull it and it like explodes. Oh. So that's why it's you can't bring it on your. Oh, so on. it's like a firework. It's, it's misleading. Yes. So yes. it's not like a baked good. I did reference baked goods in my answers, so I feel like I can have an exempt mm. on that one. I did. Say, I went away from my gut. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and number ten. We might have to keep doing this because some of these like I are, like it. are a little bit a uh, little misleading. Football helmet. Yes. 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 The answer is yes. You can bring a football helmet as a carry-on. So that was our TSA I like it. 10 item rundown for this week. We'll, are we uh, TSA pre-approved yet? So <laughs> can I just walk past security? Uh, I, 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 I've thought about it. I think I'm going to give it a year or two. Um, I know certain, who is it? American Express, I think, gives you a credit if you, because it's like 100, 100 bucks, 150 bucks. But they will get, like issue basically a refund um, to get your TSA pre-check. So I feel like if I if I flew once a month, 100% would get it. But like right now. It depends on the airport you go out of too. Right. Dubuque, right. Dubuque Regional. You don't need it. Don't no. need it. Moline, you walk on Cedar Rapids, you walk on like right. the area Madison's airports. I wouldn't if I lived in a big area, I would totally Chicago, think about Milwaukee, it. Right, yeah. right. Hello, hello, yo! All right, I gotta turn the volume down here. All right, welcome to the uh, Garage Beers Podcast, Episode 7, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep, Episode 7, Season 2. All right, so basically how this is going to work is we're just, we've got, what, five questions we rattle off? Yep, five questions. And well, who uh, am I talking to right now? Oh, yeah. Jim, this is Jim. And Cole. Uh, Jim. Jim and Cole. <laughs> is Jim still strapped with a uh, very nice amber beard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. And there's Cole still barely maintaining a six pack, <laughs> even yeah. first thing in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Then coming in hot. Um, but yeah, we uh, we figured it would good be good to have you on the podcast since you're coming in this weekend. So um, one of our questions is very fitting with that actually as well. So all right, what's the first question we got? All right, first question, Jim. Uh, what is your favorite beer, and what is the worst beer you've ever had? Okay. Favorite beer is Michelob Ultra. It's simply on the grounds of it is extremely chuggable. Okay, I'm a, I'm a dude who I have a hard time. I, I can't make myself burp. So I need <laughs> so I need something that's very easy to chug. Or you so, just don't have to chug beer. True, true. We we do say we don't condone binge drinking on this podcast. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, actually, no. no. Like, of course, Nick, of course. Nick uh, says speaking that hypothetically, Cole, of course. Nick says exactly. that Cole and I never <laughs> say that. Well, that's well, the official claim. Yeah, 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 that's the official claim. Anyway. I want to be clear. Let me just make a disclaimer now that whatever I say, I am not necessarily condoning. <laughs> please, please, read, please read the fine print on any of my statements. <laughs> that is necessary. <laughs> All right. Uh, so- yeah, Nicolab Ultra worst beer is... Um, Gosh, I mean, I've had some of like those raspberry IPAs that are just so uh, take take mm-hmm. IPAs out of the uh, out of your your thinking there. So just okay. because like none of us actually like IPAs except our friend Nuge, uh, so we just, we strictly yeah. like keep it to like your light beers, your micro brews, things like that. So like hands, okay. old Milwaukee. If you can find it at like, like a that. six pack at a gas station, six yeah, pack I really for, think. Um, 
um, shit, what is that one? Uh, it's, I think it's Natty, but it's a black label. Oh, Natty Ice. Natty? Yeah, we What's heard that? that. Natty Ice. Is that the black one? Yeah. Yeah, we had it. We had yeah, it. Yeah, it's Natty Ice. That's my <laughs> least favorite. Yeah. That's well, the one where if, it, if it's not, like, straight out of the freezer... If it's even a couple degrees <laughs> above, it, it, then it tastes like urine. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you yeah. that. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Natty Ice. Well, when you come this weekend, I think Nick's got a few. Uh, we got a few in the garage here with us right now. We Dude, might, you might have to have you try. We have a, literally a stockpile of shitty beer because <laughs> every episode we have to drink one. We'll so give him an old chub. It's a, Here's the thing. I, will, I can probably drink whatever as long as you lead me off with a motivational YouTube video of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me we're just going to watch a crap load of John North this weekend. Oh, my God. Um, just give me 50 seconds of John North and I'll I'll back to back shotgun on Natty Ice. <laughs> well, I have no idea who John North is, so I'm going to move flap, on. Jim. Uh, question number two: What is uh, your best memory uh, from a time spent in Dubuque? I um, so again, not condoning, not condoning, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Oh shoot! There's I got two. I got two. I'll, I'll go. I'll say this is second best, but this is the first one that came to mind. Uh, it was a quarantine night, so we we're obviously posting up in Nick's uh, living room. Yeah, and, it's actually um, Cole's house. Nick correct, just correct. pays rent. <laughs> yeah, my, my bad, Cole. Squatter. <laughs> no disrespect. And uh, and it was just one of those ones where it was real organic, which I think is is the the way all the good ones start. But uh, we were just playing uh, like a, a pretty basic game. I, I can't remember what it's called, but it was basically like quarters, but with a ping, boom a cup. ping pong ball. Boom cup, yeah, boom, boom cup. cup, yeah. Oh, and uh, it, just good vibes were, were were flowing. The music was absolute money, and it just it led us all to uh, a lot more drinking than I think we expected. <laughs> and uh, and that was phenomenal, phenomenal. All right, next question. Uh... A little bit more serious note, uh, what is a valuable life lesson that you've learned or a life hack that you'd like to share? All right, so I, I'm, uh, I've recently discovered that uh, I think if for a dude trying to uh, meet some nice um, co-eds, it, it can be important to put aside your pride and suck it up and walk into a Nordstrom's rack and legit try to try to look good. <laughs> buy, buy a belt. Okay. You know what I mean? Buy it. Maybe buy a shirt with a couple buttons on it. Um, <laughs> maybe even go get your pants tailored. Uh, one thing I've learned, I think I let the ego, uh, I let the ego, uh, get me into t-shirt and, um, you know, Levi regular fit jeans for too long. <laughs> <laughs> and it's time I start uh, stepping out my class. So you're telling department. me the Nash effect doesn't work? <laughs> the Nash effect? Tell you, me more about the Nash effect. You, you made this claim. The uh, Simply uh, by proximity, you will be successful. And if you just stay there long enough. <laughs> Wait, which Nash? Which Nash dog. are we talking Nash about? Dog. Uh, that dog. <laughs> I don't even recall this. This must have been Jesus. deep into a game of Boom Cup. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, but so yeah. I think the only issue I have with that is I think it is pertinent to where you live in the country. Yeah, it, well, it definitely like – the you, degree in which it varies for sure. Right, right. Like I, I feel like if you go to Bozeman, Montana, you don't need to have tailored pants and – 
you know uh, yeah i think you show up there with uh tailored pants you're Right, you might you might show up with starch jeans, yeah. but the tailored pants. So, but if you show up with tailored pants, you can say you're a businessman from out of town, and then and they all <laughs> yeah. secretly plan. To Which kill does you. play? <laughs> Have you not seen Which the does play. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, but no, I think that's overall. I think if we maybe take that a step back and get less specific, like you get to a certain point in your life where you do need to actually give a shit about what you look like and how you take care of yourself and how you put about yourself. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 yeah. I mean, I legit. <laughs> it, well, I you think, can't uh, see it right now, but Cole is uh, recording the pod in like three quarter lengths, uh, joggers, purple shoes, gray, gray joggers, <laughs> a teal t-shirt, a blue, light blue, navy blue and red flannel and a white, uh, I don't even know what kind of hat you would call that. America flag with Lake Geneva Country Club hat. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't expect you guys to start talking dirty to me on this, but that <laughs> sounds amazing. But listen, he, there was a time it, up until recently that I had this epiphany that I would show up to the bar in that exact outfit, and then I would come <laughs> home empty-handed and be like, I don't know what's wrong with these girls, man. <laughs> you know, and I, I think I finally realized I got to pull my own weight. Well, did you did the thought ever cross your mind, like, if – a girl showed up to the bar in Crocs and like sweatpants shorts and like a bleach stained t-shirt. Like, were you going to approach her and, and try to get her phone number? Right. That's good. Yeah. Point. Yeah. So that's, no, that's actually Jim. That's exactly my logic. Like I realized that the, the, the girls I'm into are looking nice. They're, they're dolled up. Right. And uh, right. so that means yeah. I need to go. So we're going find... sport coats. No, fuck that. No, not that quite. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, yeah, I'm... not even that. Because I don't want the girl in high heels with like you know whatever fashion over on. I'm not into <laughs> that. I just want like you know just like clothes that fit. Look, you look pretty put together, and I think I got to pull my. I, I got to do the same. Yeah. So that means sense. I'm I'm seeking out the girl wearing a Carhartt at the bar. Right. That's, that's my type right there. <laughs> right. <laughs> You um, have to show me that bar in town. I, I don't know about that. Those bars, I've never seen those bars. <laughs> oh, they exist. Oh, they do. Um, but you're also talking to the man who invented the mannequin challenge, his own version of the mannequin challenge. Oh, right. Summers yeah. ago, probably like what, what five summers okay, ago. What's the story here? The story is we came up with the challenge with each other, where like if it was a weekend coming up, one of us had to go into a, a store, a clothing store. It could be Target, could be Kohl's, could be whatever. The very first mannequin we saw, we had to buy that exact outfit and wear it out that <laughs> night. <laughs> and we probably did it like three times each, at least. That sounds exactly well. like it something you would well. do. <laughs> you, I could very easily picture you doing that. Oh yeah, I, I, it was a summer where I was like first starting to make decent money, so I didn't care like at all. And I was coming off of work, and we were going straight to the bar, so I, I was like, I got twenty minutes to come up with an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> so I see some, you know, mannequin wearing it was like a striped red, white, and blue shirt. With well, at least the challenge was shorts. like you could wear, or you had to buy the entire outfit, not like. Right, you got to buy the pants right. from one mannequin, a shirt from another mannequin. Like that, that might have been disastrous. That'd be bad, yeah. That'd be bad. No, yeah, no. It, it, you have, it has to be a purebred mannequin challenge. <laughs> purebred mannequin. Love that. Okay, well, maybe maybe we'll have to do that. That'd be when fun. We, when we need some social content for the, yeah. for the channel. But, uh, all right. Um, so, are you technically from Detroit? Yeah, that area. Okay. I mean, I so, can't lay any claim to, to that. But, so, uh, uh, I mean, we... We don't claim to be a G-rated podcast, so answer this next question however you want. What is your hometown known for? 
yeah, I'd be curious. Okay, so I actually live in Troy. Okay, so so I don't know if Nick's answered this question or not. Well, I guess he's Southfield. So, anyways, I went to Birmingham Public Schools, which which is known for just you know the parking lot of the high school is is loaded with it looks like a fucking Mercedes dealership, but that's not where I'm from. I'm from Troy's. It's not dingy, but it's not that. Uh, but I'll say uh, just Indian cuisine. <laughs> Indian cuisine. That was not a lot of different options. A lot of different options if you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> that is true. I, I could say that that is true. Summer yeah, yeah. Um, okay. It gets very diverse very quick once you get into uh, the Troy district. Diverse. That's a really nice way of putting it. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, then, uh, last question. Usually, we have a good current event to uh, to get your opinion on, but like we oh, talked yeah. earlier in the show, this is kind of like the worst week of sports. Like, there's no football. Well, no one really likes basketball to begin with. Um, you know, March Madness hasn't started. So, I guess from a um, from a sports perspective. Um, if you so wish, what is a current event that you're paying attention attention to right now and have an opinion on? Uh, I mean, yeah. So I've obviously picked up the NBA a little bit because that's all we got. Um, I'm basically, you know, just watching, following the Lakers versus the Warriors. Uh, for some reason, I'm still fascinated by that. By that, like, I don't even know if you can call it a rivalry at this point. But I, my hot take is, I think Steph is the best player in the league. Mm. Uh, oh, and has been for a while. Love it. What about Kelly Olynyk's um, game winner the other night? No, that was sick. That was sick. I didn't watch. You want you want to know something? I didn't even know he was on the Pistons until I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, are the Pistons uh, are the Pistons reloading? Are we looking good? Do we know? I well, they're definitely not loaded. So, <laughs> so pending. Well, I've got a. <laughs> Funny admission on, on the whole piston. So I'm I'm actually headed to Detroit here in about two weeks. Uh, Going to be basically living out of Little Caesars Arena uh, for D1 Wrestling Nationals. Oh and, really? Uh, is that where it is? Yeah, yeah. So if you got like a spare okay. thousand bucks, you can get tickets. They're stupid Holy expensive. Crap. Yeah, but uh, are they going to sell that out with that price? Oh yeah, yeah. They'll. Well, I don't think. I would imagine the they wouldn't open up, yeah. yeah, like the upper concourse, but everything else. I mean, they'll, they, I think, typically average between twenty-two and like twenty-four thousand each session. Goodness gracious! So, so they just got a loyal following like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I was telling somebody about you know this uh, my trip and you know that it was at Little Caesars Arena and they were like, oh, that's where the the Pistons play, and I'm like, oh, the Pistons are still in the NBA, aren't they? <laughs> God. As someone who doesn't follow the NBA, I like the Pistons. Have that has not entered my mind in probably ten years. So, dude, we're, all the Detroit sports are trending that direction. I mean, it's it's brutal right now. It's brutal. But I feel like we were riding a high for so long. It, we, well, yeah, we you had, had the Red Wings, who you know, year in and year out, were were making the playoffs. They were making runs at the Cup. You had a couple really good years there with the Tigers. Yeah. Although yeah, today, no, like for 10 years, we were money. We had the, the wings around their playoff streak. Um, the uh, the Pistons won a couple of championships in the early 2000s. And then, yeah, then the Tigers had that big year in 06. In 12, they went to those series, got swept. And the Lions loved to make it <laughs> yeah, easy a little yeah. bit. The Lions are great. Yeah. They made it a couple of years. And the Lions are really good at, at getting the first-round pick, so they always get impressed <laughs> for that. And then developing the quarterbacks for nine mean. years and then trading them and then they can go and win a Super Bowl. Right, a farm league. A farm league. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Steph talk. Steph, the best player in the league? 
I mean, yes. Okay, because here's the thing, too, is he's not one of these divas, like, throwing out polarizing quotes all the time and uh, and trying to make crazy good plays and turning the ball over. Um, Like, I I think that, I think people don't talk enough about how the fact that LeBron is so polarizing. There's no way he can be that easy to play with. A guy like that, talking about where he's going to go next. And then you got to show up and practice with him in like yeah. an hour. Oh, I agree. And I don't even that think kind of stuff. I mean, look at Harden. He's obviously, you know, he cannot be that well liked by his teammates. So all these guys, uh, I do think Durant actually legit just all he wants to do is win. So I'll I don't put even him in that think Le- I don't even think LeBron's in the top five in the NBA anymore. No, he's such a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I guess five. I'd have to make a list. He's definitely top ten. Would you say that? Yeah, but I don't think he's top five. But uh, no, Steph is just—he's crazy, and just what he does for a team. I mean, the Warriors have been basically at the level they're at now for what the last six years. Yeah, and the thing that's—I mean—that's—I give respect to him and like some other players on being able to step away and not having to be the guy in night in and night out. If like Clay's got the hot hand, he'll just feed them the hot hand. He doesn't need. That's what I'm saying. Right. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm just, I'm, sl- I don't know, I don't, I haven't really sunk my teeth into the NBA that hard yet, but, but that's pretty much been it. I've actually been watching more of uh, the Wire. Have you guys seen that show? No, the no. The classic show on no. HBO. Oh, it's like HBO's second greatest show ever, behind The Sopranos. Really? Yeah. Just so a heads up. I won't get too Game far of off Thrones? topic. But just, yeah, I actually stopped watching Game of Thrones midway through season four. Whoa. I never watched episodes. Yeah, I know. I watched. The, I watched. It just felt like they were like wandering around the forest for like four <laughs> episodes in a row, and I'm like, okay, I'm all set. <laughs> you can do that with a thirty pack on your own. <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah. just not, not Detroit. of wandering. Jim is a key. Is known for wandering, actually. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, he's seriously wa- He's like when he drinks a little too much, he will wander. You gotta put. A it's a severe problem. problem. Like there's been multiple times in Chicago where I've literally just ran into him by accident. <laughs> and Indianapolis, like lots of places actually. No, yeah, I, I promise. If, if anyone from the Buke is listening to this, if you catch me wandering Friday or Saturday, I might come <laughs> off as hostile, but I need your help. <laughs> So please. I think uh, please. before you guys go out this weekend, just take a marker and write on his forearm like return if, to this if address. Found, oh, you know, call for sure. Put, put Cole's number. Just walk uphill when in doubt. When yeah, in no, doubt. I've had some. I've had some bad. I've had some bad situations. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. Alrighty. Well, hey, safe travels this weekend. I unfortunately won't be here, so you'll just have to. Oh no. I know. I'm. Uh, it's busy time of the year for me. NCAA tournament for Division Three starts this weekend, so I'm on the road. But I know you'll uh, you'll have plenty of time fun with these guys uh, and, and good times spent this weekend. So I'll try to make you proud, Jim. Hey, you always do, buddy. Hey, good talking <laughs> to you. Thanks for coming on the show tonight and uh, for being an award winning listener. Yeah, we'll see you, boys. All right, All right Doctor. Bye. See you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was my uh, longtime friend Jim. Obviously on point as usual. Funny guy. Um, good to have him back in the Key City. Is that what they call it? Yeah, I, I, I thought you knew that. The key city, the Driftless region? Yeah, no, I, I knew it. I just wasn't 100% positive that, you that know this why was... why they call it the Driftless? Mm-mm. I think it's because, like, the glaciers kind of keep oh. That's why we have the, the crazy, like, topography with the bluffs. And, gotcha. And gotcha. it goes flat. I thought I was going to be talking about your sex life, and it was just Driftless. It's non-existent. Wow. That would be if we called it the non-existent region. <laughs> the desert? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Mojave. Jesus... 
I think it's motion <laughs> sensor, dude. No, it's not. JV's messing with us. No way. I He's think 10 it's, out of 10 fucking with us. No, I think it's 100% motion censored. Uh, maybe. No, but I think it's like it's like a security feature. Oh, yeah. Maybe the back, it is. It's the back of the... Damn. Well, maybe you shouldn't park this car back to our studio. All right, shitty beer review. Um, so this is the... Uh, the next big thing out of oh no nope. sorry Probably hot good. hot route we'll save that one for next week all right so today the next we, big thing out of Bozeman Montana <laughs> that's right so uh, never never thought we'd drink two two beers from uh, the same state let alone the same city I was gonna help you out oh I thought you were like telling me to nope, stop nope, there you all go. right so uh, Ob Nug you brought Montucky cold snack now please inform us. When you purchased this beer, All right, let me t- let me just take this and tell you the story about how I ended up with Montucky Cold Snack, a lager. Um, God. So, <laughs> almost eight eight months ago, I think I was invited onto the pod, <laughs> and I, we talked about this. And I was going to bring on non-alcoholic beer because I was in the middle of triathlon season. Well, since then, I retired from triathlons. <laughs> And I gave up non-alcoholic beer and went straight to the alcoholic shit. What shout out, dude. Um, That's big time. And so I ended up walking through the Piggly Wiggly in Platteville because online it told me that I could get the non-alcoholic beer that I was looking for at the Piggly Wiggly. And We're going to bring us a non-alcoholic beer. Well, yeah, it was in training time. It was a shitty beer review. Tell me a non-alcoholic That's beer right. would not be You're right. You're right. shitty. Okay. So I couldn't find it, and I ended up seeing this with the mountains and the moon the horses, and I was drawn to it. Well, it's really one horse. And, well, if you turn it around, then you see another horse, so you don't really know if you're seeing the same horse or it's another horse. I just put my horse. thumb on it. How drunk are you? <laughs> also, let's talk about the attention to detail. But, it is branded with the MT. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's it's Montauki. So, here, I'm online. So, in 2012, uh, they found this. Uh, they were cracking beers at a bar in downtown Bozeman, and they had a profound conversation um, which led to this ridiculously awesome beer called Montaki. And they have they have this, um, and then I guess they have seltzers too. I haven't read too much on the seltzers. Um, but, yeah, so it's a lager. Um, but, Jim, go ahead and take right. over. Yeah, what are you I finding? I got a great quote on the can. There's no, uh, yeah, no, the don't the un- No, the official, unofficial oh. beer of Montana. <laughs> well, what I'm confused is where does the tucky come in? Were they from Kentucky? What? What's the, there's got to be some kind of connection to Kentucky, right? Well, I, I think would, probably the Kentucky Derby. I would there's think so. Uh, and stuff like that, maybe Montucky. Mm. I don't think so, okay. but I do have the. Would be my um, take. I do have the nutrition facts oh, here got, on okay. the website because they don't put them on the. the no, so we're looking at four point one percent alcohol, so it's a light beer. Um, hundred and two calories per twelve ounces. This is a tall boy I brought, so it's a little bit more than a hundred cals. Uh, zero, zero grams of fat. Good. Fat-free beer. Always, always less than five appreciated. Less than five grams of carbs. 4.95. 8 percent so, back to the local causes. Wow. So yeah, the fundraiser I am, this is pretty awesome. I should tell you that this is the reason why I bought it. Was because eight percent of my sale went back <laughs> to the local causes. Is that eight percent of the sale or eight percent of the profits? That's a great question, but it says eight percent back. So you, it's Probably however you want to tell that tale. Profits. Well, one hundred percent, they're Which not. Is still a lot. Oh, that was a good crack. Good pop. Yeah. So, so this has been in my fridge since I believe August. Yeah, 
Eh, not too long. Some, that had some spunk. Better than our, what was that bush, or that Budweiser that you drank on oh, Saturday? Yeah, that was bad. Ooh, Ooh it kind of smells like a barn. And that's the horses. You can smell the horses. Yeah, horses in the barn. <laughs> it's horses in the back. <laughs> Whatever. Nice. Oh. <laughs> a little bit of a caramel taste. Because <laughs> it's liquid. Mine's solid. <laughs> You're caramel. <laughs> it definitely tastes better than it smells. It's not. It's really when not you said log. When you said a uh, lager, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, you think but, it's something heavier like this? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's got a little bit of a tangy, but like a. There's a chance to win beer for a year on their website, so I think we should take that into consideration. Wow. All right. Well, um, wanted to actually take this time. Oh, I, don't I would drink. Okay, I, I, I think I you got the scale. Uh, you get the scale. I'm gonna pull up the uh, the other gift that we got this week. Oh yeah, been waiting on oh, this. Oh yeah, Kool Aid man. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Okay, you got the scale, Cole. Pulling it up. All right, got the scale. Zero to one, I would rather drink Dipspit. Oh. One to two, I would rather drink straight Hawkeye. Two to three, I will drink it if it's the last beer on earth. Three to four, I'll drink it over water. Four to five, I'll drink it over some beers. Five to six, if I accidentally grab it out of the cooler, I am not going back to change it. Six to seven, it is very average beer. Seven to eight, I like it. Eight to nine, I am buying it on purpose. Nine to ten, I love it. I got got mine. All right, so... I'm stuck here. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Can I see that? Yeah. Can you pass the phone? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to read this, and I want to see if anyone agrees with me. So I am looking Are at... Are talking about swapping a couple of them? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I will drink it over some beers as four to five, and five to six. So ranking above, I will drink it over some beers is if I accidentally grab it out of a cooler, I am not going back to change it. I feel like... Those could be flipped. They, they should, should be, be flipped. flipped because I... If I grab it out of the cooler, you're choosing. I'm much more less likely to drink it over some beers. Yeah, like like if you're drinking it over some beers, you're consciously grabbing it. Yeah, yeah, because right. I have a choice between some beers, so right, I'm grabbing right. it. Whereas right. if I accidentally grab it, I'm not actively choosing to grab right. it. I just I agree. like those had a blindfold on. So yep. I would say that not that I don't think either of those affect my score here. Um, I would agree. I have I have a I have a score in mind, but Same. I'll let Jim. What do you got? All right. <clears throat> so, are you looking for my rating? Because then I'll go through the previous beers after we rate this. Yeah. One. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to shock the world here with my score. Um, <laughs> so knowing that, like I have it in front of me, what I've rated other beers, I think for me, believe it or not, I'm probably going to slightly take an old Milwaukee over this. So I think I'm like very very slight. So I think I'm gonna go like a six point five. Wow. Okay. Mine's way lower. Oh, mine's I'm gonna not. I'm gonna give this a four point eight because I based on that scale, if I grab this out of the cooler, I would be like, oh no no no, and I would grab whatever okay. else is there. Based off the look or based off no, the taste? No no no. Can you pull based this? Off the taste. What, what did that say? What did what did that say? Because 
That's not how I read That's it. assuming if we flipped it. No, no, wait. No, so no, no, no. what would what it says is you wouldn't put it back. So you accidentally grab it. You're like, oh, all right, I'll drink this. I'm saying you I are, would put you're it. You're putting back. it back. I'm putting it back and grabbing a different beer. With what beers in that cooler? Well, I guess that's how farther we have to take it. But that's why I gave it a four eight. So it's on the high end scale. I'm just assuming it, there's like uh, you will drink it over some beers is where you're at. No, no, I fl- I've already flipped them. So in how your we mind, about earlier. I will drink it. It's between I will a drink it over five. some beers is a five to six. Yeah. And then I would if I actually grab it out of a cooler, I'm going back. I'm not going I'm, back. I, but I am saying I am going back. So yours actually is a four. Less so, than a four. So mine would be, you should no, be less no. than a four. What's what's th- what's between a three and a four? Three to four is I'll drink water over it. But I wouldn't though. So I guess it should be a lower four. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So I'll go like four point two. So not a four point eight. Yeah, not a four point eight. Four point two. Okay, Cole. Six point nine, almost. Nice. I almost like it. <laughs> Dang, this is probably like the it. furthest yeah. away we've had. I like it. I'm yeah. saying seven one. I know. I almost gave it a seven, but I, I wasn't gonna go round numbers, so I was like between it. So I went seven right. one because like I like it. So that puts us at a five point eight seven average score, which. That's got to be pretty high. It bumps us into number two this season. Like, oh, All me right. too. And and Miller Lite. Oh, Miller Lite for sure. And yeah, Lite which Lite. is why I'm surprised you two fucked up the Miller Lite rating. No, I gave Miller Lite low. See, I like you Miller gave it a six point four. Oh well, maybe I liked it. You better. gave it the highest rating out of the three of us. <laughs> so all right, so averaging out the score, we're at a five point eight seven for Montucky Cold Snap, right? Cold Snack. My bad. Um. I think Cold Snap is a Sam Adams beer. It is a Sam Adams okay. Cold Snap. Different different uh, flavor yeah, profile much, for sure. Much different. So, Love it, though. Uh, 5.87, <clears throat> edging out Miller Lite, which we had a 5.8. Our highest beer so far this season is Old Milwaukee at 6.3. That was last week, I think. That was last week. And then if we... Do you guys have one floating around? I just want yeah, to try right it. Here. Can yeah. I get one? Yeah. Um. And also, going back to season one, this is our second highest rated beer of all time. You know what I think we need to do at wow. like our last episode? See how many we can put that we've done. If we can like redo. If, not redo, if we can match the taste with the actual beer. Oh, that'd be so hard. Yeah, I I'd get like that. three right. Too much one of them would be Old Chubb. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... I want to take a second, quick second here, and give a shout out to Peter Hutton, a longtime listener, um, huge, uh, huge, basically our number one fanboy. Uh, he went through all of our episodes that we did shitty beer reviews and tabulated all of our scores, put it all together. So I'm just going to go in the, in the chronological rundown, and then we'll summarize and, and call out the the number one beer from each season. So last uh, last season we started with Natty Ice. Cole, you gave it a five point three. Nick, you gave it a 4.9. I gave it a 5.1. Nice even scores there. Gives us an average of 5.1. Good-ass beer was our next one. Cole, you gave it a 4.1. Nick, 4.2. I gave it a 3.3. And uh, Peter made a note of here that we must have thought it was rusty. Uh, so that gives us an average score of 3.8. That was good-ass beer? Yep. Yeah, it did. It tasted like the fountain water. <laughs> All right. Uh, Regal Light. Uh, this one was bad. This was our lowest beer of the season. Cole, you gave it a 2.9. Nick, you also gave it a 2.9. And I gave Old it a, Chubb was better than that? No. No, it wasn't. Just wait. Okay. Of the and season. I gave it a 
Boxer Light came next. Cole, 4.8. Nick, 4.9. Me gave it a 4.4. Gives us a 4.7. And we described it as a light, fat tire. <laughs> uh, Hammer Beer, which after having the discussion with Travis, I'm surprised we rated this as good as we did. Cole, you gave it an even 5. What kind of a fucking score is that? 5.0. <laughs> Uh, Nick, you gave it a 5.7. I gave it a 4.9, which puts us at a 5.2. Peter's note here says heavy SLB. No idea what that means. So SLB? Yeah. No idea. All right. Uh, Ice House was next. Cole, you gave it a 3.9. Nick, a 3.6. I gave it a 5.9, which gives us a (laughs) 4.47 rating. I must have liked that. And then Rolling Rock, Cole, you gave it a 5.2. I gave it a 6.3. Nick, you are gone, which turned out to be our most listened to episode. (laughs) I know. (laughs) uh, Which gave us an average score of 5.75. So then continuing on here now to season two, a quick recap. Uh, Week one was Ice House Edge, which sat in the garage for about seven months. Cole, a 3.1. Nick, a 3.1. I gave it a 3.8. And we did make a note that the beer was expired by the time (laughs) we drank it. Average score of 3.3. Miller Lite was week two or episode two of the season. Cole, 6.1. Nick, 6.4. I gave it a 4.9 for a score of 5.8. Hams, Nicole gave it a 3.8. Nick, 3.7. I gave it a 5.1 for an average score of 4.2. Moose Droll, Cole, you give it a 2.9, Nick a 3.2, and I give it a 2.2 for an average score of 2.7 or 2.8. Old Chubb, Cole a 1.1, Nick a (laughs) 1.8, and I give it a 0.8 for an average score of 1.2. The good old vomit and then chug a rum and coke. Yeah, 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 that was that one. Uh, And then Old Milwaukee. 5.8 5.8 for Cole, 6.4 for Nick, 6.7 for me, average score of 6.3. And then obviously tonight, Montucky cold snack. Cole a 6.9, nice. Nick, 4.2, <laughs> and I gave it a 6.5 for an average score of 5.9, technically, if we round to the first digit there. So, wow. Man, that was kinda, a lot of numbers. Kind of takes you back, right? You, you Like... I can't believe good ass beer was the second one we reviewed because uh, if you guys remember, we didn't start reviewing beer until like the fourth. Oh or fifth yeah, that's episode. true. Yeah, yeah. So I am over here. Just I want to let you know that I I was shocked when I learned Old Milwaukee was going to be better than this, and I am sitting here drinking them both at the same time, and honestly, they start to taste the same. Right, they're, they're they're very similar. Very similar. Very. Maybe it's just the day. No, I would I would just like if you. Drink one than the other. Here, I'll pass it as good as I remember. <laughs> I, I did. I did rate this higher. I I like. I mean, Montauk. Old Milwaukee a five point eight. See, this is the, the kind of I, I like. Um, this I think they taste very different. Very like, different. This is like a little lighter. No, it's got like a I, no way. I don't know. Maybe light is not the best description when it comes to beer because people think All right, that. I want to come on. But. I'm gonna come on record just so every bo- podcast listener of Garage Beers, you guys are some of the worst beer. <laughs> Drinking, <laughs> educated people—that's the whole fucking point. Um, from the IBU not right. knowing what it meant to common sense about making water fun. Like I know we touched base on this last week, but you guys sit here and talk about beer, and hey, then you like you can edit this out, right? 
<laughs> no, but like he, he's exactly I speaking know. the yeah, whole yeah. point. Oh, yeah. We don't pretend to be we literally know beer nothing. snobs. And like I'm sure we pissed some people off by absolutely destroying old Chubb and saying it was fucking disgusting. And I will I will die on this. <laughs> yeah. I but it was like terrible. so like as as a beer guy, like I you guys know I like beer. Right. I feel like you gotta pick like a like like a Scotch ale is a different type of beer than a lager. <laughs> Tell I us about mean, it. Yeah, we understand that, but it came. Right. It, it, it was in the package that we needed a six pack, and can it, yeah, we're literally just like reviewing this like it were like a pizza. Yeah, like we so just like, walk right, in cool. there. How do we like the taste? Period. Yeah. Not and like so. If you want to start your own podcast, go right ahead. Some people like Chicago style. Some people like New York style. Like you openly like rip apart IPAs, but no other type of beer. What? I mean, I just don't. Uh, yeah, I don't actually copied mind IPAs that much, but I'm trying to stick with our standard. I know. Like, I just kind of have like a. I just, I just, I, I love it. I mean, I listen regularly. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm calling out the double standard here. That's that, fair. like, yeah, you're, yeah good. You, you're then like, you, then you caught on. <laughs> you're like, fuck this Scotch ale. Oh, dude, but, the Scotch, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh, Scotch ale suck. Like, no, I, yeah, that sucks. Beer guy, like, I Scotch ale suck. I, there I, are some IPAs I will get behind, but like that. Was bad. I literally, literally puke rum and coke in a can. But oh, I will get. God, I mean, dude, like it's making me. This lager, I was behind yeah. this. This was good. Yeah, it's not. But like Bush Light's a lager. It's a light lager. Yeah. Right, and that's why I like Bush Light. We haven't rated it yet because that'll totally fuck the whole scale. It'll be a ten point oh. <laughs> I get it. Nine point nine. Whatever Nick says, I'm gonna make it a ten point oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I would right. say Bush has grown on me so much since I moved here. When I when I first moved here, to be honest, I you guys said Bushlight was your go to drink. I was like, actually we shocked. Nuts. Yeah, I was like, what are you in college? <laughs> That's I mean, because it seems like a college beer, right? Just because it's cheap, but somehow people yeah, actually have in, in evolved. Iowa, it's, it's it's because like there's no there's no expectations. You can drink fifteen of them, and right. you're not going to be full. Right. I I know. Trust me, I've grown to like it, and it's bizarre, but yeah, here I am. I get it. I get it. Um, all right. So that was our shitty, shitty beer review. Uh, actually turned out to not be all that shitty. So, um, geez, I don't even know how long we're at right now, but every episode seems to go super long. So we're actually going to cut out snack time tonight. Uh, we'll come back to that next week. So we're going to jump into, uh, everyone's favorite Nick talk, uh, where Nick scours, TikTok puts out a question for our fans. Jeez. The hell was that? That was his microphone. Oh. Um, put out uh, a question for our fans to answer and then gets our, our take on it. So, Nick, uh, All the, right, the so mic is yours. I'll do what we usually do. I'll ask the question. I'll tell you the answers we got from Instagram, the answers we are that were on TikTok, and then we'll kind of give our own answers and we'll discuss each one of these. So, first one, the, the question is, what is one piece of advice you wish you had when you were younger? And uh, we got some funny answers on our uh, Instagram so let me pull this up real quick. All right. So first we have, uh, don't be in a rush to grow up. Fuck. Genius. Tweet. Yeah. Oh, my God. At what age are you grown up? I mean, True. I still feel like I'm a child. So, yeah, you I can still apply like it to right now. I would say having, you know, been older than you guys. Uh, I think for me, it finally hit like 26, 27. 26. I've slowed down a little yeah. bit. Getting old. Um, and every, like, right now, I don't know if I slept, and this it doesn't really have anything to do with the question, but, like, I have to mention it. Like, I don't, my shoulder 
and elbow right now are fucking killing me. And I think I just like slept on it funny like two nights ago. It's and called I the gremlin. Can't, <laughs> and I can't like oh, shake yeah. it. Like today I'm grocery shopping and I am doing everything with my left arm, just trying not to use my right arm as much as possible. So yes, don't get old. Savor being young. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, yeah. no, there's definitely something to that because a lot of the time when you're younger, you're just like, oh, I just want to get to the next age, or I just want to get to the next like thing I can do. Oh, I, I, I was I opposite I that. of that, and I still kind of am. But I've seen that where like yeah. some people that are like 16 are trying to be like 21. I'm right. like, right, relax, like enjoy being in high school, enjoy these different like experiences, enjoy all those. I think you have to enjoy everything. Yeah, but like for me, for me, I think it's all about like I was just ready to make a living and and like i i don't have a lot of responsibilities right now like i mean the moment as someday maybe i'll have kids and like that's a lot i refuse to have dogs because i think dogs are a lot of work and i have to be there for them no offense to anyone that owns dogs but like that was one thing that like i was like i'm not doing because i don't want to be home i want to go right where i want to go when i need to go and when i need to do it and so like when I am making money and am able to live my life and just up and go, I was able to do it. And I think like that's why I've really enjoyed my mid-20s is because I got a full-time job. Oh, yeah. I had a salary. I had insurance. Mm -hmm. I knew I was saving for retirement, which is really boring to talk about. <laughs> but I think uh, we'll make a point about it here a little bit later on. But like I'm able to do things that I really enjoy, like drink beer. Right. No, I'm with you, Nuge. I think uh, I think like mid twenties and late twenties have been absolutely awesome, and I'd probably choose that over any age. But I still would say like, okay, make sure you enjoy the moment. You'll get there when you get there. Right. And honestly, so even one of the biggest pieces of advice was actually I was in a two man scramble when I was actually in high school, junior in high school. And this old guy, we're playing. Me and my uh, old teammate are whooping up on this guy. It's like four we're like four up through 13 and we're just shooting the shit and this guy goes you guys are both about to graduate right well we got a year left and he's like i'll tell you i'll give you one piece of advice when you go to college it's gonna be the best four years of your life and not saying like i enjoyed my time in college and like my four years it was great it is crazy looking back that you'll never have an experience kind of like that again right true 100 percent. a person i was talking to <clears throat> talked about college being like a timeshare as parents you're looking for a timeshare to ship off your kids to for the next four years of their life and it needs to be the best damn four years that prepares them for life afterwards because then they're no longer yours right yeah. they're yours but yeah. like that's a really interesting way of looking at it i was like yeah you know what like i was on my own but like when i went to a timeshare with my parents that was the best damn time and i had the best time time in college i think it is like you just have to live in the moment and you have to look at it like segmented off like 100%. high school was awesome college was awesome these first few years of growing up life were awesome yeah. i like it's just living in the moment i think is the best piece of advice 100 percent. yeah and I, speaking of college like looking back i wish like i wish i would have known now I, like i would have known then what i know now there we go yes would have done things differently um we got rid of that 100 yeah Exactly. I mean, that, that was item number one is like, don't, I, you're, you know, we don't probably have many 17 year olds listening to our podcast, but Doubtful. we have parents who are, who have kids around that age. 
do whatever you need to get them to break up with their significant other. <laughs> it's just fucking pointless. Like you grow so yeah. much in those four years that if you try and like hold on to that, you're just going to be fucking miserable. So just fucking rip the bandaid off, mm-hmm. cut the umbilical cord, just move, separate. And if you come back for a summer and you're good, then fuck, fuck like bunnies and have fun with it. But <laughs> at the same time, like don't, don't go to college holding on to something from back home. Right. Right. Unless of course you go to college in the same town that you grew up in. Right. <laughs> in, in rare cases it does work out, but I'm with you. I think most of the time, it but even wouldn't. when it works out, like you're going to find yourself missing out on, you know, things that you can be doing. In college True. Because yeah, of yeah. that person, like whether it's staying, you know, on campus, like I got to the point where I would go home from, from college, like two or three times Oof. a year. Yeah. I, and it it was a big FOMO thing. I I was afraid that if I went went home, home. I was going to miss out. I never went home. Right. Well, what what are you saying? did that for someone, right? What? No, no, he never went home. Well, I mean, the first year or year and a half, yeah. It was going home because she wanted me to go to this stupid fucking thing. Right, right. This family, you know, (laughs) third cousin's birthday party. I like how pissed off you are, but look, like just even thinking about it. But he couldn't, he couldn't go a moment without being her being in his arms <laughs> last week. all about it yeah 14 thanks, years ago thanks, thanks for bringing that back up oh. and then we will never die with the loyal listeners we all remember jim just loves to cuddle <laughs> i know i can that's show true. pictures there you go yeah there is pictures oh, that's true i was the, <laughs> i was a little spoon all right to go along with that we have um i don't even know how to pronounce this instagram name handle um so we're not going to say the name but it, she said, don't rush. Just be patient. Everything will come later, which kind of goes along with what we we're saying. And it even applies like now as an adult, mm-hmm. like it is so hard sometimes to just like let go and be like, you know what? Whatever's going to work out is going to work out. Like, don't get me wrong. You still got to work hard. But like sometimes you worry yourself more than it's really worth. And you just need to be like, all right, universe, like whatever's going to happen here, make it happen. hundred percent. I'm with you on that. Um, all right, so then we've got uh, don't spend so much time at the bars and invest that money instead. Fuck that. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Terrible take. If, if uh, there's a four-year period of your life where you can make mistakes and still like be okay in your adult life, it's when you're in college. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Like you murder someone that's a dare. I'm not saying Nuges, that. I can't wait to hear Nuges because we were kind of talking to them my, about this beforehand. My advice will fix that. <laughs> What's your advice? Well, hold on, hold on. We'll get there. Actually, oh, no, okay. it's next. It's next. Buy a duplex at 3% down at age 18. <laughs> Live in it and rent out the extra rooms to your friends. Okay. So let's just listen to what we just heard, right? Don't go to the bars and invest it. How about invest it when you have it before you go to the bars? And then, so let's just say that your down payment's $5,000. $5,000 can get you over a $150,000 home, which is usually three to four bedrooms in a college area. At $400 a room with utilities and everything included, you're looking at $1,200 of profit for the three rooms that you're not living in. So then you got $1,200 of your $750 mortgage, and now you got $500 to go to the bars and spend every week or every month. Mm-hmm. That's the advice that, like, you asked yeah. me, what do I wish yeah. I knew? It's that because that kind of stuff. you have to house hack because real estate is the industry that makes 
the most millionaires. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's getting started is the hardest. Income. Getting started is the hardest. And guess what? The first home you buy, you can buy at three percent down. Not to get into real estate, but like you can buy it at three percent down. And if you have more rooms than you need, rent them out because someone else will pay your mortgage for you. Right. Smart. Dang. So maybe when when Trent moves out. Nick will move in and make some money <laughs> off of him. Well, yeah, because Cole's going to have to start making babies. Yeah, Whoa. when that happens. Whoa. Oh, we don't, we no. don't talk about that on this. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, yeah, like 10 years from now, yeah. right? There you go. Um, Probably 20. Add one, 20. carry the two. <laughs> we'll adopt from Africa. <laughs> um, okay, and then the last one is don't go back for those extra four slices of pizza. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, none of you guys have this problem, but uh, being a, a bigger kid my whole life, like there was definitely times when we would go to like pizza parties, and I'd be like, man, I don't, I didn't understand the whole like eating until you were satisfied, and mm. this sounds really dumb. Now I do, but at the time it was like, man, there's there's still pizza out there. Just to eat it. Someone better eat it. Might as well be me. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, so I was there for the longest time in my childhood. I was a little chubster, actually, for the longest time. And then I got into high school wrestling, and then that's when, like, kind of the fitness side kicked. Yeah, I, I went to the initial uh, informational meeting for 7th grade wrestling, and the coach talked about how much running we were going to have to do in practice. <laughs> I didn't go back for the first day of practice. God, <laughs> your phobia of running. And then, did I tell you guys what I used to fake in baseball practice? Oh, yeah. 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 Ne I never had asthma. I was just out of shape and ran too much. Jesus, Cole. Yeah, there's a picture of Cole. Your oh, face my goes God. frame to frame on that. Oh, yeah. I am confused. <laughs> like, why did you hold that so much in your face? Was no, your that face was the whole so body. Round? That was the whole body. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, now look at you. Now look at me. There you Smoke go. show. <laughs> T-Bond thinks so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a wild encounter in the hallway the other day. Oh, boy. Um, all right, we got more answers here. Um, <laughs> all right, so one says, uh, practice talking to people and being with people. Social skills can be learned like any other skill. It just takes patience and practice, which we kind of talked about last week, I think. Yeah, About how nowadays it's, it's difficult for people. And the more people that you can expose yourself to, like right. growing up, I was really involved in, in Boy Scouts. And so like as an 11 year old, I was exposed to high schoolers and I was exposed to adults and like in different scenarios, like leadership things and camping and all that kind of stuff. Like, and so, you know, by the time I got, you know, even to high school, like I had, I feel like I had more social skills with a wider range of people than anyone else my age. Oh, I could definitely see that. Now it's yeah. it's probably a little less apparent when I as a thirty year old, but even like through college and then through my twenties, like I always had a uh, a knack for like interacting and holding conversations with adults right. that people my own age couldn't do. I was like that in the college golf round. If neither one of the like playing opponents that I was like playing with like wanted to have conversation, I kid you not, I became friends with their parents, and I would walk down. There was cool. times. Cole becomes friends no. with random people. Are we shocked? Come on, garage beers. <laughs> I would walk down holes with these like kids playing parent, like their parents walking it down. By the end of the round, I'd be like good friends with the kids' parents. Next time I see your parents, I want to ask them if you were the kid as like a four-year-old. No, I no. was the shyest kid literally really? until I got to college. 
He's told me that before, which is hard to believe. I can't picture a shy Cole. I was very shy. So what, like, did it just click one day? Or? I think that I was kind of like, I got to college and I was just like, I get to kind of decide who I'm going to be versus like when I was in high school, I had my sister that was older. Both my sisters were very smart. I was not the smartest, the most intelligent. My dad was at my high school, so I kind of just went underneath the radar to make sure that I didn't get in trouble because if I got in trouble, he got in trouble. Right, mm. that makes sense. Um, or if I was with a bad crew, my dad would know and stuff like that. That makes so, a lot of sense, yeah. Like I kind of just stayed under the radar and then when I got prez to- Cole. Frat Prez, and then I got to, <laughs> I got to Milliken and I mean, nobody knew who I was, so I just kind of got to decide what I wanted to be and who I wanted to be and things changed. <laughs> All right. So the next answer is, and this one's, this one's kind of a deep one, but very genius. Success greets you in private and failure slaps you in public. That's so true. I disagree. Mm, I yes think, and no. no. I think that you think failure is bigger than what it actually is. Yeah. You are, if, if you are, I don't remember, the, I don't take. even remember what you said at the beginning, but failure is not always public. Failure is internal because I hate to admit when I fail, but more times than not, people don't know that I failed. And I right. play exactly. it up, I play it right. up bigger yep. than One, what it actually 100%. is. Makes sense. And then it becomes public that because then I'm a, I'm pissed off in my right. own mind. To me, it's all about the people that can walk the walk versus talk to talk. So like if you want to walk the walk and you're doing all these different things and you're kind of like doing the things in quiet, you're not constantly posting saying I'm the best doing these different things versus that's the talk to talk, right? So you're yeah. just talking and that's when it slaps you in the face when you're failure because you're like, oh, I'm going to do this, right, I'm going right, to do right. that. Because you're going sudden, unrecognized for so long. Right. You're. I mean, you're just saying, oh, I'm going to do this and nobody know. like everybody, oh, expectations are up here because you're just talking the talk, right? But then you can't back it up and you can't walk the walk. That's when it slaps you in the face. Yeah, yeah. But when you kind of just walk the walk and you're not talking the talk on top of it, that's when your success is like go unnoticed. Right. <laughs> the lights just went out on us for a second. Um, no, I mean, but like I kind of see it as so it says success greets you in private, meaning like I think uh, when you work hard towards something, it never ends up being like as satisfying as you think it will be the actual success of it. Like, and you have to realize that it's almost like the journey to it that's just as good if that makes sense yeah i mean since we're kind of on the the deep topic like that's been something i've been noticing with myself over the last couple of years is that like the lead up to an experience and then the like experiencing it is is the best and then like as soon as that's over then it's like this huge letdown that it's right. like it's over doesn't and, it like, go back to the live in the moment yeah like right. you yeah. have yeah. to yeah. hold on to that moment it, like you have to be able to look back and be like that's what i wanted like i think to my iron man right like yeah it's a long fucking time that i was out there doing it but the the moment that was actually worth it was when i crossed the finish line and then 30 seconds later you guys showed up <laughs> right like <laughs> it wasn't even the fact that i did it was that i did it and then you guys were there and right. that was right. what's memorable it's right. not the 10 and a half hours it took me to do it or trying to accomplishment. It was the fact that I had people that believed in me to do it 
and that was the success. So like, and I don't know if I disagree. Like, cool. I don't, I don't know who did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thanks for being a loyal listener and and replying. But I don't necessarily agree with the way you wrote it. I, I also, would love to hear more about why you wrote it and where you got right, it from. Right. I also agree. That's kind of what makes people like different. When you get to the top, and if that was enough, and that was your achievement. If that was good enough for you, that's how people are no longer at the top. Right. Yeah. Like true, if that was true. enough for you, then you're never going to get better. Yeah. You just and like if you going. get to the top and now, I mean, you're never going to do anything to now push yourself even harder. You're not going to get any better. So that, I mean, I guess like to go off of that, but that's yeah. how people digress. That's how people don't continue to, to achieve higher goals. Yeah. No, I, I agree. hundred um, percent. We've got three more answers. All right, so um, one is, I wish I'd known earlier that I'd be happier if I stopped needlessly judging people, which is interesting. I mean, that's very specific to that person. Yeah, I don't know if I really can relate to that. Right. I've never, I don't think I've ever been like a super judgy person. It's just, it's more like a decision, like, and we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like, all right, are you someone that I'm going to invest in? If not, like, I'll still be, you know cordial but i'm not going to go out of my way to invest more into that relationship i mean i would just applaud that person because i would say i'm very unjudgmental and i love the relationships i think you get more relationships based on not judging somebody so right i think that right. giving that advice is a very good to piece of advice. Yourself, yeah. I, yeah and i think it's more or less that they're judging people and they're looking at what other people are doing and they're applying that to themselves and they're making life hard on themselves because right. they're like oh that person is doing this like oh Nick and Cole are putting up this much weight in the gym when we're working out. Why am I not doing that? Well, that's because I ran 90 miles a week when I did it. Right. You know, yeah. they can't do that. <laughs> no, but like yeah. that's that, that if I just like fixated on the fact that like, well, I want to do that and they do that. Like I, I see exactly where they're coming from because right. you cannot just fixate on what other people are doing and apply it to yourself because it's so different. Everyone's on a different walk of life. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. These last two are, are good ones. All right, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. But all right, so this one is, and we, actually this run, again runs back to what we were talking about earlier. Being an adult is about running into problems and in one way or another overcoming all of them, not putting it off or discarding the ones you don't like. They're your problems, and you have to deal with them and resolve them. It's like, I mean, yeah, 100%. And that's something you do really learn as you get older, I think especially in your 20s, because there's so many problems that kind of come up just like randomly. You just got to charge through them. And there's there's sometimes where you can lean on others to help you through that, but I think a lot of it is I got to I got to shoulder this, I got to figure it out. I, you know, and they uh they usually taste that like, salmon. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you know, a lot of times you hear about guys like when they're in that that uh, you know, father father role, their family like all right, I'm I'm just going to figure it out. Right. And, you know, I think yeah, that's that's a big one that I think a lot of people may not admit to it, but they can struggle with. For sure, yeah, and I, I do agree. I think that the problems are going to be way more once you like get into marriage and kid life. Like, whew, not looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> all right, last one is uh, value the people in your life. Don't take them for granted. So yeah, another good one. One hundred percent. It's true. I definitely do that at but times. I think, it, I think it boils back to what was said earlier today or, and then earlier a couple of weeks ago is that you have to be quick to, and not quick, don't rush it, but like quick to understand if that person is going to apply value to your life or is that person just in it for that right. period of time. So like don't waste your time. And 
if you spend too much time one way or the other, I think it's, it's just make sure that the people that you're with are of value. Right. Right. And, and have good intentions. And I think that really comes down to, it's like, all right, you may not agree on everything, but you can, if you agree that you are each other's friend at the end of the day, no matter what, that goes a long way. Yeah, I agree. I also play devil's advocate because, um, I feel like some people don't necessarily know that that's what they need. So being the person that can provide that guidance or being that person in, in people's lives of being, I guess, maybe not like, like working with some people in the, of the younger age and stuff mm, like that mm-hmm. of like being, Hey, these are different things. Like these are going to different, different life lessons, different things that you're going to have to go through. Um, and just kind of holding a higher standard and not necessarily giving up, not being judgmental, being there for people, even when they might turn your back on you, right. kind of giving that and not necessarily guess putting them in your corner, but always being in other people's corner if they kind of throw you away. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And again, like I said, I think that's something I've definitely struggled with in my life is like, I easily can like just flip a switch and be like totally taking advantage of people in my life. And I've, I've really like tried to consciously be aware of that and change that. But, but yeah, it's easy for me. It's, it's something that like I have to work on, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's all I got. Can, you, can our topic next week be a little bit more like lighthearted? <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, going. I don't know, man. There were good answers, so I, yeah. I just went with it. No, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I just uh, need yeah. some more laughs. Yeah. <laughs> but really, people should invest in real estate early on because it's how you make money. Passive. True. And build your. There's one thing you take away from season two, episode seven: invest in real estate. Or tell go. Brian to invest in real estate. Or yeah. Or give Brian. Five thousand dollars and let him invest. Not anymore. I already bought my first house, so um, I'm gonna need more. Ten than years that. ago, or build those relationships so then it helps you when you need to buy right. houses. Right. <laughs> All righty. Well, this has been season two, episode seven. Nuge, uh, thanks for coming on. I guess this now secured our, our place on the boat this summer. <laughs> so uh, no, I don't think my time was valued here today. So I'm gonna right. just reevaluate well, it. <laughs> you can reevaluate all you want. We know where the slip is, so. <laughs> We might just show up one day and yeah, we might just drink beers on the boat in the slip. <laughs> I think maybe I say we do a garage beers boat edition. Oh, that'd be sweet. Well, Technically, at- the slip could be considered a garage. There's a, a cover over it. It's not enclosed, but uh, sure, why not? One of our loyal I'm listeners game. asked if we were going to have the garage the doors open. There you go. Uh, in the winter, the garage door is closed. I know, but I meant like if we were going to be able to have it open oh. today because it was like, oh, it's like oh. 40 out right now. Right, but that when the sun goes down, it gets cold. Can you guys name gotcha. all of the loyal listeners by name or are they just loyal listeners? Dude, there's like a good amount of loyal listeners that I we know have no I, idea who I, they are. Well, that, right, but I know probably nine loyal loyal listeners. I, I probably got about four or five. Are they are they different? Like, do you think you have? No, we probably have there's overlapping some overlap. ones. I think I only know like three <laughs> and they're probably the ones they know <laughs> as I, I don't even spread it out. That I think much. I even know three. I mean, if they're not necessarily interacting on our Instagram, like it's hard to know exactly right, who right. it is or unless they text us and be like, Hey, you fucked this up or I get a lot. Yeah. I just want to say hi. And that's to, why I know. I just want to say hi to Rock's Duchess on, oh, on yeah. air. Nice. Oh yeah. She's, she's, uh, she's, she's coming in April. She moved up her, her trip. April. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So looking forward to that. That's going to be a fun week. <laughs> 
Gonna have to start coming up with a list of uh, things to do, things to to, to show, and we'll to, get her a to... koozie. She at least earned that. Oh yeah, no, we're gonna we're <laughs> gonna send her a care package here pretty soon. Perfect. Um, she she had one request: dots pretzels. Oh yeah, that's like a big thing. I don't know if they don't have them in Canada or what. But... Pasties, those are good. What? No. Not... <laughs> 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 Thanks for listening. <laughs>